Hello, children of God. Welcome back to Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. Today, I have been waiting to get online, get everything set up, so that we can go over a word from the Lord where I feel our Father in Heaven is leading us. I truly believe that the Lord our God is leading us through speaking to us through His 12 minor prophets. Now, at the end of last uh, season's Bible study, I briefly reviewed how I feel the Lord our God has been leading us to read uh, the books of the 12 minor prophets because he wanted us to know and be aware so we don't worry, we don't panic, we don't overthink things. Um, what is going on this next season? And I truly feel as we review the books of the 12 minor prophets, um, just the verses that the Lord our God has led us to. I've highlighted them in my study book. Um, we are gonna be reviewing specific verses. And this isn't um, taking to or adding from or anything like that. It was, let me just explain this briefly so everyone will understand. I am going to read only the verses that while I was studying and meditating on God's word that he revealed to us. So this isn't a taking or adding to kind of situation. It is me reading through the word of God and me feeling that God was like, all right, Marie, highlight this. This is what I want um, you to relate to uh, my people so they will be aware of what's going on and they won't be frightened and they won't be afraid in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. So let's continue so we can look at our opening. Okay. So this is just a screenshot that I pulled off of the internet that I really, really liked. And this is kind of the idea that we are going through. Throughout the word of God, he would send out his prophets to speak to the lands, calling them into repentance um, so that God can heal their land, letting them know that God has foretold there will be justice and judgment coming to those who are being corrupt and misleading, stealing, and doing all the things that are an abomination unto the Lord and completely against God's law. Um, so basically I believe we have been doing this the past two or three years, calling God's people into repentance, um, and then separating us. God has been separating us from those who are not of him. Those who don't work for the kingdom. We have seen a great separating us. Several of God's words have come to pass. Um, feel free to look at our YouTube station. We have our YouTube station under God's word of the month. Um, several of God's words have come to pass and I haven't posted them all because there is just so much word out there. And to me, honestly, when I witness God's words come to pass, I just celebrate in the Lord. And I don't like to be one of those individuals saying, God told me and I told you, I, I, I. Um, <laughs> I feel that's not what we're supposed to do is God's seers or prophets. 
I believe we are supposed to say God's word and we trust in God's word and that is that I didn't I haven't read through the Bible where God's prophets or seers were like look I told you this and I told you that and it has come to pass let me throw it in your face they went they delivered God's word and either his people repented or they didn't amen so I believe that's what we're supposed to do all right, so what you see on the screen before you is our website, mariespeaksgodsgrace.live, because we serve a living God. And the first thing that you will see is season four is scheduled to begin September 15th. Um, that is the date that we are setting for to begin our live Bible studies. To continue on, we completed the book of Leviticus, correct? Uh, last Bible study. So then we will be heading into the book of Numbers, hallelujah, which I really, really love. Um, we're going to fast forward through the naming of the tribes and we'll only point out the names that are later reviewed in the book of Deuteronomy and Joshua and so on. All right. So as you scroll down on our website, um, the links to the videos that I posted on here were God's word for the season of 2020 the decade and words that have been coming to pass um so i posted those in god's chosen people because i feel that's where god has been leading us with the 12 minor prophets as well and showing us how he was separating us and how this word has come to pass for some of us this has been a very joyful season being separated from you know the goats <laughs> um but for some of us, it's been quite painful and it's a learning experience and we don't quite understand why po quite possibly those we love the most won't be making the next journey with us. Maybe they'll catch up to us later. Maybe they won't. But like the word of God said, if we love the world and those around us more than we love our Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord, our God, um, then we're not worthy of him. So we need to ensure that us in the body of Christ forsake all others if they are leading us away from God. Amen. Jesus Christ is the truth and the way. Hallelujah. All right. And the next thing you'll see on our website is our little scan QR. Um, so please share this out. Donations are always welcomed, but um, sharing, hearting, and liking is what truly gets the word of God out there. It covers advertising and depending on the number of friends lists, a heart like our share is roughly the equivalent of a donation of 35 to 50 dollars so please heart like and share and then after that you scroll down you'll see our many social media links the main social media link that we use is minds.com so as you click on minds.com you can go to our pro page and you can see our many several different post um this i really like minds.com i wish i had been kind of using it all along i have been definitely been using it most definitely as of lately personally i like it better than facebook or twitter but that is just me i wish more people that i like to follow and subscribe to would be on um minds.com and rumble it would definitely make it easier for me to stay away from youtube and facebook that is the goal at least Anyways, um, so yes, yeah, so I posted all the blogs for the word that we're going to be going over from our Father in Heaven. 
uh, regarding the 12 minor prophets. So as you click on the latest blog, you will see um, the word we're going to be going over today. The word from our Lord for such a time as this, the 12 minor prophets, God is going to speak through us through Hasana, through Amos. Amen? Amen. The introduction. When season three of the Bible study was coming to a completion, the Lord our God put in my heart to read the books of the 12 minor prophets. I read through the books of the 12 minor prophets uh, about three or more times. While I was reading through the books, I felt God telling me to highlight certain verses. Through highlighting these certain verses, I believe God is answering many questions that we um, who perhaps have been wondering what is going on and when is this going to end and and God how long and why don't they realize <laughs> why don't I realize what how can I improve I believe God is showing us through his word in this season um, and we have spoken about this in previous Bible studies where God has shown us his for lack of better word his system and his pattern um, because of men's action, meaning human's action. So God creates his, those made in his image. Then they love him, they praise him, they worship him, and then they fall away from him. And then he's like, all right, I, I've given you time to repent. Now come on back. And then some choose to be hard-headed, so don't. And he'll send several different waves of justice and judgment calling others to repent and still if they refuse to repent then that's when the wrath of god will ensue after he has sent his prophets um to deliver a word from the lord our god and then he himself has walked the land um, with our jesus and their warrior angels to witness and then there's the whole court of heavens where even the grounds will testify against those who have been sinning against the Lord. Even the rocks will cry out. Even the waters will testify. We've talked about this in the Bible study. All right. So the next following weeks, our assignment from God is to study the word um, of God from the 12 minor prophets. If you feel led to do this, then God is speaking to you. And this could possibly be your assignment as well. So please go confirm with the Lord our God. If it does not speak to you, then this probably isn't your assignment. And if you're wanting an assignment from the Lord, um, go and ask how you can be used for him because God loves, love, love, love to have his children fall on their knees, pray fast and repent and say, God, let me know how I can be used in your army. God loves this. Amen. Praise Yahweh now and forever. I just love our Father. So the first book we are, I feel God's spirit so strongly. Praise Yahweh. Um, the book of Hosanna. This is going to be the first book that we are going to review. So please keep in mind, I'm only highlighting the verses that the Lord our God has led us to. So this will be um, the reading from our Father in heaven. And as the spirit of God moves us, we will go with it. And we are going to review three highlighted books today and um my goal is to get this done within the next week um so there isn't a set time or set schedule but we will do our best amen in jesus name 
Let's pray. Father God, in the blessed name of our Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord, our Christ, our Savior, Emmanuel, for God is forever and always with us. We thank you for giving us your word. We thank you for giving us your written word. We thank you, Father, for choosing the right men and women of your word, in your word, with your word, to go and speak to us and let us know what season, time it is, so that your people can be led of and by only you, the great I am, the creator of the universe. Father God, you are our everything and you have everything we need. Forgive us for any time we have not listened to your word, that we have fallen short as we often do, Lord. Forgive us for being stiff-necked and hard-headed, Lord. Call us. Thank you for calling us into repentance and give us and giving us a chance to get right with you, Lord. The creator of the universe, loving his children so wonderfully and mercifully that you are so gentle and kind with us. You know that we are of the dust. Amen. And you know how with your great, wonderful, glorious, righteous power, amen, that you could just do any and everything, but you are still so very kind and gentle with us, Lord. So we just give you all the praise and all the honor and the glory, and we thank you for giving us all another chance to repent. We welcome those that are new to the family. May God continue to bless you and watch over you. May God continue to speak to you, lead and guide you. For those who have been in the family for quite some time and you are feeling that you need to recircumcise your mind, spirit, body, and soul and heart to the Lord our God, we thank you for taking up and recommitting yourself to our Father. God needs each and every one of us in the body of Christ. To do our job through our Jesus, amen, by the power of his Holy Ghost, amen. And God is calling all his saints, all his prophets, all his healers, all his seers, all his praise and worshipers, all his army, wherever you are in the body of Christ, God is calling us to do his work. Pick up our cross. Father, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Forever and always. Amen. The book of Hosanna. And these are the verses that the Lord our God has um, highlighted to us, I believe. When the Lord first spoke to Hosanna, the Lord said to Hosanna, Go and take yourself a wife of whoredom and have children of whoredom. For the land commits great Whoredom by forsaking the Lord. Now, the version of uh, the Bible that I am reading out of is the New Revised Standard Version. This is traditionally um, just my personal time with the Lord our God reading Bible that sometimes our Father um, in Heaven leads me to read. So the link is in the description box for those who would like to read along. I'm sorry, no. The link is on the blog for those who would like to read along. I should put it in the description box. I definitely will next time. So we are reading the book of Hosanna, right? And this prophet of the Lord our God. Some might be like, Marie, when we last did the Bible study, um, you said, by the book of Leviticus, God's word said um, that God's priests were required to marry virgins and of a certain uh, relationship with God and they couldn't be divorced 
excuse me, and there couldn't be any adultery or any scandalous um, actions or lifestyle from these women. And that is absolutely 100%. But we also went over how God gives special assignments, special orders. If you're in the military, you understand this. Special orders to his prophets. Now, just like um, with the prophet Jeremiah, God commanded him not to marry at all, but to the general population, those who maybe their uh, position in the army of God was to be a shepherd or to be a seamstress or to be an iron worker, God told them, you will be fruitful and multiply. So why do I want to point this out? I believe sometimes Christians get our assignment with God confused with others. And this is why I try to do my best in not telling others um, what to do if they feel led by God. If it's like something just like obviously against God, like murder or violation, you know, um, of his laws, then I'm like, I don't think you're hearing from God. You might want to check one to that with the Lord, maybe go on a fast, you know. But if it is something that is a special order, for instance, like Hosanna, most of us would be like, I don't think God wants you to marry a whore, right? But then if we are not doing our due diligence and going to the Lord our God and saying, God, did you give that prophet this word? You want your prophet to go marry a whore? We would be for lack of a better word, making ourselves an enemy of God, stepping into a role that God did not command us, where we are telling God how his ways um, aren't going to work out, and we are telling God that our ways are better, which is something we are not supposed to do. So we need to remember, we may be called to be God's seers, we may be called to be God's healers, prophets, whatever we are called to be, but... God knows best, and we are not to step on anyone else's mission and just trip them up in their race, because that's when some justice, humbling, and judgment will and can come to us. Amen? Amen. And the Lord said to him, name him, this is the child from whoredom, Jezreel. For in a little while I will punish the house of Jehu for the blood of Jezreel, and I will put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. On that day I will break a bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. Now, this was a whole kingdom, a whole area in this land. And there was a lot of witchcraft and sorcery that was going on in this land and there was a bell demonic worship and they go from being God's beloved people for quite a long time to choosing to rebel against God and serve other gods with a little g. Now this is a repeat pattern of God's people and I feel this is what God our Father in Heaven is leading us to. God has seen how let's let's keep it real okay let's keep it 100 god's people have been marrying whores and whoremongers and i do not believe god is happy with this why have god's people been marrying whores and whoremongers because this whole push about 
love is love, which is against God, of just being free and you need to explore and go sow your seed and lay around, get down as long as you wear a condom, it's okay. That is not of God. We as God's people are supposed to maintain our virginity until marriage and only do we have our nakedness exposed to our spiritual legal spouse that the Lord our God has given us. But because we Christians have not fastened ourselves onto the word of the Lord our God, you know, now there's this over, oh, so Father, forgive us, this over sexualized um, society that's being pushed on individuals and now it's being pushed on our kids and it has been for quite some time and parents i'm sorry you know i get it we're so busy that we're not realizing and we just want some time to ourselves and we don't realize what our our children are listening to or singing to or even watching and i believe this is why a lot of this judgment has been coming to the house of god because of the whoredom that has been taking place not only was worshiping false gods with a little g but us not marrying men and women of god amen let's read this and on that day i will break the bow of israel in the valley of jezreel excuse me you are not my people it shall be said unto them children of the living god the people of judah and the people of israel shall go be gathered together and they shall appoint for themselves a head and they shall take possession off of the land and a great and great shall be the day of jezreel see during this time um god says you know what you're not my people god is angry he is fed up you really hear god's emotion in this book of hosanna and it's funny because i remember i was watching a bible study the other day and this pastor was a really great lesson and i get his point um but he got on stage and he's like if we talked to people the way if god talked to us the way we talk to people we would be devastated and I remember thinking, but God, God did, <laughs> you know? And I get his point he was teaching that we need to be careful about saying things like, I never wanna see you again, I want you out of my life, even using the word I hate you and so on. I get his point that we are supposed to be compassionate even in anger, I get this. But if we were to read the book of the books excuse me of the 12 minor prophets in review we can hear god's heart breaking for his people saying how could you do this to me get away from me i don't want to be around you anymore you are not my children you are not my people i'm going to ensure that wrath comes upon you for you forsaking me for so long even though i've done everything to and for you right and i'm sure most of us have are like oh my goodness I have said those exact things and I get it it all comes from somewhere and I'm not saying that we should speak hateful or hurtful things please don't misunderstand me but I do believe that a lot of pastors incorrectly teach that God has 
They teach that God doesn't have emotion, <laughs> that he's just some genie in a bottle, which he's not. Um, God's heart breaks for his people, and we're going to read this. Amen? So let's get into this. Um, God calls them, not my people. He says even to name that child, not my people, because you are no longer my chosen people. And this is when um, a lot of misteachings teach a about this because God always takes his people back to him after he after his um, anger stops to wax hot amen against us so here it is and say to your brother am I my kin and your sister Rehobah then shall she say I will go and return to my first husband Hasim for it was better with him than it is now she did not know that it was I who gave her, meaning the Lord our God, her grain, her food, her means, the things that could fill her and sustain her, her wine, her celebrations, her oil, her anointing, her um, precious gifts, and who lavished her with silver and gold, her wealth. But she used everything, the blessings that the Lord our God gave her, meaning the nation, her people, God's people, they used it to celebrate Baal. And this is a great insult to the Lord our God, giving credit to the evil gods with a little g for the great blessings of Yah. That is essentially a slap in the face. Think about it. Think about it. Um, let's go with Christmas time because a lot of individuals celebrate Christmas. I'm not saying to celebrate Christmas. I'm just saying individuals celebrate Christmas. All right. If we spent our hard-earned money to get someone a gift that someone had been praying for, whatever it is, whether if it was expensive or not expensive, but we know that we love this individual, we treasure them, we treasure their presence in our lives. Oh, I feel that so strongly. And then we go out and search for what our ideal, what they have told us is the perfect gift. And we present this perfect gift to them and they unwrap it. And the card says, from me to you, I love you, you know? And then they turn to the person beside us and say, thank you. Wouldn't we feel cheated? Like, are you freaking kidding me? I spent all this time, my hard earned money on you and you're gonna give someone else credit for my hard work to bless you? This is what God is saying. I've blessed you and you wanna use your celebration and gratitude and give it to Bell, a demonic, foul, murderous beast? How dare you? I will put an end to all your mirth, your festivals, your new moons, your Sabbaths, and all her appointed festivals, meaning all your celebrations. You will have sorrows every, for lack of a better word, every earthly holiday, all your new moons, Every month, every continued season, you receive some form of sorrows. Your Sabbath, you will have no rest. Your appointed festivals, meaning every time you have a, a 96 or an earthly holiday, it will be troubled. If anyone has had this type of season, you were either going through a trial, a tribulation, or God was giving you some wrath and some judgment. I've been there too, let's be honest, because of the years that we were not faithful to God. Either knowingly or unknowingly, justice is for all. Amen? 
Amen. I will punish her for her festivals, meaning the nation of uh, God's people, for the festivals of Baal. And I believe right here specifically, God was saying the pagan demonic celebrations of the world or pagan demonic celebrations by celebrating the Lord's biblical feast. Now, if anyone wants to know what the Lord's biblical feasts are, please, we have reviewed these uh, biblical feasts and it is all under our playlist in, um, on our YouTube station. We have them, but there are many other wonderful classes out there that really go in depth. The point is being this, we as God's children, it doesn't matter if you are a Christian or a Jew, Orthodox, not Orthodox, hardcore Christian or not hardcore Christian. The Word of God is the Word of God. We are supposed to be celebrating God's biblical feasts and not these pagan demonic holidays that are really celebrating uh, satanic Satanism. It celebrates orgies, a lot of these holidays. Celebrate dead in the grave saints that are from other religions. Um, Yoga movements that invoke uh, these demonic uh, Moloch, uh, which we rebuking Yeshua's great name, Beast. We are not supposed to be doing these things. We're not supposed to be singing all this secular music that talks about all these disgusting things. Now, it doesn't matter if you're a baby Christian or a hardcore Christian and been a Christian for a long time. At the very basic, everything we do is supposed to be in service to the Lord our God. That is the most basic as it gets. Serve the Lord your God with your whole heart, your whole mind, your whole soul. But that is also the so much the most difficult thing for many Christians because they are not willing to separate themselves from the world. Um, even if for if you, even if it's a temporary um, separation for individuals until they catch up to us, right? Our level of serving God, we have to be willing to have a season of being uncomfortable so we can get ourselves with God, right? Take the planks from our own eye out, right? And then we can go and serve our Father in heaven. This is what we're supposed to do. Verse 13 of, uh, I believe this is chapter two of Hosanna. I will punish her for the festivals of Baal, meaning celebrating the demonic pagan holidays, when she offered incense to them and decked herself up meaning dressing up for these um, holidays, dressing up in costumes for Halloween. It's against God. Wearing fine attire for these demonic holidays, dressing up for Christmas parties. Christmas is not a biblical feast. It's not a biblical holiday. Now, goodwill towards men, that's supposed to be year-round. Celebrating the Lord, that's supposed to be year-round. Okay? But bowing down, to a tree that has been cut down and decorated, whether it's a fake tree or a real tree, is bowing down to an idol. We are not supposed to do this. Gathering with family, absolutely, especially on the Sabbath, we're supposed to. But if we are celebrating a Saint Nick, um, which was a child molester and uh, (laughs) all these things, no, 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 no. We're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to celebrate Jesus every day, but especially on the Sabbath. With her rings and with her jewelry getting all fancied and dolled up, going out to whoredom, that is against God. 
where she went after her lovers and forgot me, says the Lord. See, when we dress up to go out dancing in the club, dropping it like it's hot, whether you're a man or a female, putting on your cologne and your perfume, getting all decked out, and we are like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the club and get laid. I'm sorry to be so blunt, but let's be honest, we're all adults here, and if you're not an adult, just go ahead and go somewhere else. We're keeping it 100 here. When we do things like that, that is willfully and purposely going out to commit or intending to commit fornication. When we do a declaration with this too, amen? We as children of God, if we have done this, I have done that, you have done that, repent. If you are no longer doing that and you forgot to repent, just say, Father God, forgive me for I used to do this, but you know I've turned from my wicked ways and I am one with you, Lord, now, right? But if you are doing this, just stop. Just say no, stop and don't. <laughs> and instead, stay home, study the word of God on the Sabbath, and God will work in and with you you just got to give him somewhere to start by showing your um willful intention to serve him and turn away from the moloch Baal, and all those other demonic gods amen all right gods with a little g therefore i will allure her remove her god's nation of people from evil she would not remove herself so god will remove us and bring her into the wilderness. This is seclusion. This is removing temptations from us. It is a period of solitude. And the struggles that are rock bottom. Amen. When we finally hit our lowest of lows. And we finally cry out. Humble ourselves. And cry out to the Lord our God. And speak to her tenderly. This is our leading of by the Holy Ghost calling us to repent and turn away from sinful lifestyles, mindsets that are an abomination to the Lord. And that could be anything. Amen. And the world tries to just focus on um, being a homosexual sodomite, but being a heterosexual sodomite too is against God. Lusting is against God. Um, spending money fearlessly and not being a good steward of what the Lord our God has given us is against God. And the only way we know how to stay right with God is by studying the God, our God's laws. Amen. I know the new covenant is beautiful and that's what we're under, the new covenant. But even our Jesus recalled things from the old covenant. And he talked about God's laws and he reiterated God's laws. And he told about the correction of how the Pharisees were excuse me, drinking some tea, being hypocrites where they would teach God's laws, but then they would go against God's laws. And at the end of the day, when we stand um, in front of the our Lord, our God, in the courts of heaven, we will be judged by God's laws. But how can we follow God's laws if we aren't reading, learning, and studying God's laws? Amen? We have to, children of God. We have to. We have to have to not lean on just our teachers. And I know some prophets really hate when I say this, but it's absolutely correct. Don't lean on the prophets and the seers because we're all just humans. Amen. We could misinterpret something and get it wrong. 
going to church, going to a Bible study, or listening to a podcast, whatever it is, does not remove our individual responsibility to open up whatever Bible God has led us to, sit, kneel, pray, repent, and fast, have our own spiritual alone time with Him. It does not remove us from this responsibility. Amen? We go to other teachers to learn, to confirm, maybe to hear another viewpoint on God's word. Fine, okay. Uh, socialization with other God's people. Oh, yes, absolutely. Why not? You know, God, God loves his nation gathering together. But I guarantee you this. Every prophet of old, for it is written, one doubt, went to the wilderness, and sat and spent alone time with God, and that's when they received their greatest revelations. Amen? That we are still reading to this day. Hallelujah. So just to recap this, because they turned away from God, and they chose to dress up, go party like it's hot, celebrate pagan holidays, serve other lesser gods, God removed them from that. So if anyone is going through a season in their life when they are losing a lot of friends, losing a lot of loved ones, maybe going through a divorce, excuse me, through a divorce or a breakup or whatever it is, God could be like, you know what? Because you wouldn't separate yourself from someone I didn't want you with, at a job I didn't want you to be working at, a place I didn't want you to be going. I took them away from you to get you alone so you would finally listen to me because you were too busy for me, but now you got all the time. <laughs> Amen. Our God is a jealous God and I love it. Praise Yahweh now and forever. For there, for there, I will give her her vineyards. This is after she comes into repentance, meaning she, meaning the nations of God's people. For there, I will give her her vineyards and make the valley of anchors the door of hope. There she will respond as in the days of her youth, like when we first come to God and we're so very thankful and we're cheering and praising God and we are fasting and repenting and the roots are growing deep, returning back to our youth. When we were so optimistic and hopeful before we, you know, grew bitter. <laughs> oh, we got to repent so much, right? We're all there. Um, at that time, when she came out to the land of Egypt, when the nation of Egypt finally came out, right, from during the Exodus and they returned to God and they turned away from evil, God gave them abundant blessings and miracles out in the desert, right? We talked about this during the Bible study. And when they crossed the Red Sea, what did they do? They broke out in singing and dancing. Hallelujah. Uh, Miriam, the sister of Moses, the prophetess, she led the, the women in singing and dancing. And then Moses himself led the whole nation um, in singing and dancing and praising our Father. After we, if we, if after God takes us through our walk in the desert and we repent, fast, and pray, and we finally humble ourselves and we're like, you know what, God? I'm nothing without you. I realize it. I'm so sorry. Forgive me for so many years of being so freaking stinking wicked. I'm back, Lord. I'm back to you, right? Um, then God will begin to give us a breakthrough. But we have to remember, and I know a lot of people don't teach this, especially the mega pastors, um, but we do have to prove ourselves to God, okay? Because faith without works is nothing. 
All right, being obedient to God takes work. It is work. Turning away from evil, walking away from evil, running away from evil, fleeing from the harlots and whoremongers is work. It is dedication. And this, through those acts of obedience and loving our Father, yes, we prove to the Lord our God that we forsake the world, we turn away from the world, and we love our Father more than anyone. Amen. So I'm not in agreement with individuals who say, well, works won't get us into heaven. Um, first, we give our life to Jesus, accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior, and then we follow the commandments. That is what I read from the scriptures should be the order. So works are involved um, to getting to Jesus. Because it, even Jesus Christ said himself, those who are my family, those who are my mother, those who are my brothers, those who are my sisters, do the will of my Father who is in heaven. That requires works. But first you got to accept Jesus. Amen. And then he'll work on us. All right. So next, we're going to go into the courts of heaven part of the book of Hosanna. Now, we have the earthly courts. Remember, like um, like in the prayer of our Father who is in heaven, make it like it is on earth as it is in heaven. Well, there are courts in heaven, and we have even talked about this here on this Bible study. And yes, I did do a video on my experience of the courts in heaven. You're more than welcome to go check that out on our YouTube station. Now, God accuses the nation of Israel. Now, some people only teach that the devil accuses us and that the devil is the accuser. That is not true. For even the stones will cry out and accuse and testify against us and witness against us. Same, same, but different. Um, even the mountains will cry out and testify against us. Even those who we wronged and let's say we they pass on. No, we're not talking necromancy and speaking to the dead. That's not what I'm saying. But I guarantee you this. When they are standing at the courts of heaven, some of them might be our accusers and we might be some of their accusers. There is a court in heaven. <laughs> and this is God accusing his nation of Israel. Hear the word of the Lord, O people of Israel, for the Lord has an indictment against the inhabitants of this land. Now, any nation that is going through trials and tribulation, this is God accusing you. And let me, let us take the plank from our own eye and be honest. If any of this falls on us, this is God accusing us and God doesn't lie. So we need to be humble, not make excuses, and just repent if this is speaking to you. Amen? It doesn't matter what station you are, what color you are. God is righteous, and so are his judgments. Hear the word of the Lord, O people of Israel, for the Lord has an indictment against the inhabitants of the land. There is no faithfulness or loyalty, and no knowledge of God in this land. Ooh. Swearing, lying, murder, stealing, and adultery break out. Bloodshed flows. Bloodshed follows. Therefore, the land mourns and who live in this languish, together with the wild animals and the birds of the air and even the fish of the sea are perishing. Now, how we've not been seeing 
um, loads of fish just dying in the oceans? Have we not been seeing fowls and birds of the air just falling from the skies? Have we not seen areas of land where there have been a mass amount of murders, dog attacks? I just saw this on the news, just news, news article, news article of several animals attacking people, attacking children, mauling them. It's because these are the accusations, amen, that God is testifying against his people. And if we weren't sinning in any type of way, shape, or form, then none of these instances would be happening. Because remember, just like we studied in the book of Leviticus, when God's people sin on land, it curses the land. And it opens up the evil one's spiritual legal right to step into their courts of heaven with the Lord of God and bring accusations against us. Amen? So this is why we need to take the plank for our own eye and rule over the territory wherever we are that the Lord our God has given us. Doesn't matter if it's an apartment, doesn't matter if it's a house, doesn't matter if it's a tent or a moving van that you live in. Come on now. We all have to stay right with God wherever we are. Let's continue. Let, yet let no one contend and let no one accuse. For with you is my contention, O priests. Yes, there are a lot of heathen priests out there. And a lot of this sinning wouldn't be going on if God's priests, prophets, seers, pastors, evangelists, wherever you are in the body of Christ, those who are teaching God's word, apostles, bishops, I don't care who you are. If we were doing our part in teaching correctly the word of God, a lot of this sinning and destruction wouldn't have been happening. If a lot of us weren't so hell-bent, Father forgive me, of lining our pockets at the expense of God's sheep, a lot of this stuff wouldn't be happening. And if God's people, let's make a roundabout here. If God's people were holding the priests accountable as they are required to, holding the prophets and saints and healers accountable as we are required to by the word of God, a lot of this wouldn't be happening. But when God's children perish due to their own ignorance, Father, forgive us. And not reading his words so they don't even know what is correct or not correct or what is it for God or against God. That they can't hold the prophets, the saints, the seers, the healers or whoever else accountable. It takes everyone working together. And I know some might be saying, well, it's not my job to hold the priests accountable. Yes, it is. It's written in the book of Leviticus. In fact, it was the last chapter that we talked about this. God called us to count, to remember, to review his laws individually over our own household. And then if there was a false prophet or a false teacher or a false pastor, I'm not saying to go out and stone people. Don't, mis don't misinterpret me. But why would individuals in the body of Christ continue to go to an apostate church or a church that condones abusing children? 
or a church that condones harlotry or a church that says oh you don't need jesus to get to god father forgive me but you know they say this come on now why would people continue to go to those disgusting churches and if we were to hold them accountable i guaranteed if the masses stopped flocking to those synagogues of satan and stopped donating to those pits of hell they might change their tune and realize oh man <laughs> I better start actually doing something for the body of Christ because I'm not able to sit on my $10,000 toilet anymore. Or they can't buy any more child's blood, whatever it is. You see what I'm saying? Praise Yahweh now and forever. You shall stumble by the day, by day. The prophet also shall stumble with you by night and I will destroy your mother. The people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they have rejected knowledge. Here we go, saints. I reject you for being a priest to me. Because why? They've chosen to be priests, prophets, and saints, and seers of Baal. Meaning a psychic, meaning a fortune teller, a tarot card reader, astrology, numerology. <laughs> a lot of those popes. You know, a lot of those weirdos who go out there, I'm sorry, the freaking weird, I don't understand them. They go out and they try to feed food to trees. Why someone would try to make a plate of food and feed it to a tree, I do not know, but I heard this the other day and I thought it was really weird and creepy. Um, no, we're not supposed to entertain these individuals speaking over us because they're not of God, amen? And since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. And this is where the curses go down to the third and fourth generation until someone chooses to get right with God and God will forgive that individual in that bloodline and make a nation out of them. Curses are generational. That's why we need to do generational uh, repentance and rebuking of demonic and evil spirits. Amen? All right. And the more they increase, the more they sinned against me. They changed their glory into shame. They fed on the sin of my people, the, meaning the priests, the, the apostates, uh, the prophets of Baal. They feed off of the sins of the people. A lot of these mega churches don't want God's people to get right with God. This is what I see, others might see it different. I believe if they truly wanted to teach God's people correctly to get right with God, they would. They would teach straightly from the word of God instead of taking one Bible verse and making a whole sermon out of it and saying, all right, now go prosper <laughs> and get some money, honey, right? Um, but instead they teach God's people um, selfish things um, God brought to my mind when I was reading uh, this this word from the Lord. He brought to my mind um, how a lot of those there was like a, a huge couple years ago. Um, what was it? Declarations or something like that, where people say, "I am this, I am that," and. God was showing me that he was very against that because they were in effect saying that they are God and that they through their own power of their own little earthly mind could manifest um, 
blessings and I was like father God that is true I didn't realize that and God was just showing me a lot of these books about the I am movement and the law of attraction and all these are against him and I was like that's right father you told us about the secret the power the magic how it's all witchcraft and he was like yes but a lot of God's people don't realize it and playing with these tunes and these sounds and these rocks and these and these crystals it's against God and we need to stop doing that and what if you if anyone out there hears a pastor or an apostle or a bishop I don't care what freaking stickle title is before their apostate name don't listen to them if they're telling you to do something that is against God flee from them amen here we go. And I will punish them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. They shall eat, but not be satisfied. And a lot of them, let's be honest, are like three to five hundred pounds. They eat and they are not satisfied. They're huge gluttons because <laughs> they just want more and they want more. And um, I don't believe they... I'm sorry, I don't believe anyone could be three to five hundred pounds and lead a praying and fasting life. No one is going to convince me that is possible. Okay, now do I believe we should be um, bone stick thin? No, because that is also uh, a curse from the Lord our God when we choose to not hearken onto his voice. But a lot of these individuals that are perverting God's word, even if it's um, in the choirs and they're singing God's they got beautiful voices, but I can guarantee you if we look, there ain't no prayer closet going on in their his house. You know what I'm saying? All right. They will eat and not be satisfied, and they shall play the whore, because they are one, um, but not multiply, because they have forsaken the Lord and devoted themselves to whoredom. Amen. And this is God speaking right here. So a lot of individuals who like to get upset um, but when someone is a whore, you're a whore. A whore is a whore. You can't whore shame anyone that's not a whore. Bottom line. And what God means by this, he could li literally mean whoredom, um, whether it's a male or female. But God also means selling themselves out for book deals, selling them out for concert sales, selling themselves out for uh, advertisements, attires and stuff. That is whoredom. Anything that someone who's supposed to be of God sells themselves short, of the blessings of God is considered whoredom. All right. The idolatry of Israel. Wine and new wine take away the understanding. My people consult a piece of wood, Ouija boards, and tarot cards. This is what God revealed to me. Um, and their diving rod, which is witches and witchcraft, they give them oracles. So when individuals go to how did you show me father mm, praise Yahweh now forever thank you God when when individuals not us right because we're serving the Lord would go to a psychic or a medium or a palm reader thank you father for guiding us there or um, even asking someone who who they get their sources of information from sources that are not of God. That could be like third party witchcraft. That's what God showed me. Um, this is what that is. Searching for oracles, um, words, 
prophecies of Baal. And then they speak them and come into agreement with them. And I'm sorry, all those witches and sorcerers, they say 80 to 90% truth. But that 10% is what takes God's people off the path of righteousness and away from the Lord. Amen. Just like uh, Saul, right? The king, he was so desperate and he didn't want to listen to God and wait on the Lord. He went and consulted a witch and the kingdom was taken away from him. Our kingdom could be taken away from us as well if we were to go and search out these um, Ouija boards and these tarot card readings from witches to receive a word instead of just being patient and asking the Lord our God. For the spirit of whoredom has led them astray. This is where someone goes out being promiscuous and adulterous and not waiting on the word of, word of the Lord our God. The spirit of whoredom has led them astray. When someone commits spiritual whoredom, they get into agreement with demonic spirits of, obviously, the, of the evil realm, right? And they spiritually attach themselves through it. And this, console, this connects soul ties. Now, it takes a lot of fasting and prayer to break soul ties. Believe you me. And this whoredom that ensues from it and causes them to stray, this won't affect one area of an individual's lives. It will, for, um, it will overtake several areas of someone's life. It could be their job, thank you, Father. It could be a relationship. It could be where they live. It could go in like a spider web. This is what the Lord our God is showing us from one event. Amen. This is why God's people says, do not go and talk to these necromancers because all they're doing is connecting God's people, what are supposed to God's people, to demonic spirits. And that's not what we're supposed to be yoked with. Amen? Amen. They play the whoredom forsaking their God and they sacrifice on the mountaintops and make offerings upon the hill under oak, papar, pop, lar and turbulent because their shade is good now oak that isn't just a tree okay they're saying any wood piece and this is another reason why we're not supposed to bow down to trees on christmas or carve pictures or you know any graven image out of a pumpkin or this is why we're not supposed to wear those disgusting crystals or protection crystals or protection bracelets and and all these things they're not of god it's superstition and it's witchcraft so if anyone out there has these items break them smash them crash them and throw them in the trash so no one else could do it don't donate them so someone else could sin against god no destroy them in jesus name amen therefore now tell me this isn't going on in the lands that turn away from God. Therefore, your daughters play the whore. Yup. They make themselves common with harlot tree, being promiscuous, going and find yourself girl, um, getting under someone to get over someone. No. Children of the living God, if you are a parent and you are teaching your daughter to be a whore, you are sinning against God. I'm sorry, I don't know other way else to put it, but this is what the Word of God teaches. If you are telling your daughter that it is okay to just 
dress seductively, if you are condoning it and letting your daughter hang out with individuals that do this, or you yourself has done this, repent. Amen. Repent to the Lord our God because this is against our Father. Therefore, and it is, um, amen. Thank you, Father. It is an outward showing of the spiritual whoredom that God is seeing in a family or a nation or a neighborhood or a city amen and i know some people are going to be like well marie i live in a city i can't stop everyone's daughter from being a whore absolutely 100 percent correct for we can only control ourselves so once we take the plank out of our eye and we remove the spiritual legal right for the evil ones to attack us this whoredom spirit will be removed from our bloodline and we will no longer have daughter whores in our family amen amen it has to start somewhere why not with us and why not now and your daughters-in-laws commit adultery <laughs> yep and i will punish your daughters with when they play the whore nor your daughters-in-laws when they commit adultery for the men themselves go outside with whores and sacrifice with temple prostitutes thus the people without understanding come to ruin so we've talked about this before on the Bible study, how God's heritage is passed through the fathers. So the whoredom begins when a man chooses a whore. All right. So men, this is where you come into play because it starts with you. Stop choosing whores to be your wife. Stop making your daughters into whores. Stop not speaking up and allowing your wife to make your daughters into whores. Men are called to lead the household. Women, ensure that you are choosing men of God so you are under the covering of a good man of God rather than a whoremonger who will lead you and your family to ruin. Sacrificing with temporal, temple uh, prostitutes. So, what they used to do in the biblical times is there were temple prostitutes that would sit outside the gates, right? And there's actually a story of men of God, right? He went into a temple prostitute, or he thought it was, but it in fact was his daughter-in-law, right? And they bore a child. Um, so God doesn't want his men of God being whoremongers. And I know the world teaches difference that it's okay for a guy to run around and just do um, whores. <laughs> but it's not. God wants his people being righteous and holy for he is righteous and holy. So this is what we are called to be. Amen. Though you play the whore, O Israel, do not let Judah become guilty. Do not enter into Gilgal or go up to Bethavan, and do not swear as the Lord lives. Like a stubborn heifer, Israel is stubborn. Can the Lord now feed them like a lamb in a broad pasture? Ethem has joined two idols. Let him alone. When their drinking is ended, they indulge in sexual orgies, and they love lewdness more than they love their glory. A wind has wrapped a wind has wrapped them in its wings, and they shall be ashamed because of their altars. Now, 
I really felt like the Lord our God was showing us here about the joining of idols, meaning God's people are now trying, some of God's people, obviously not all of them, not of us that are right, right? But the ones that are incorrect are trying to say there's several different ways to get to God. There is not. Excuse me, drinking some tea. Um, some of the so-called Christian religions are trying to yoke up to religions that have nothing to do with God and um, their books or their writings blasphemy the Holy Ghost, they blasphemy Jesus, they blasphemy God, but yet some of these so-called Christians are trying to yoke onto these idols and this is why a lot of these lands are receiving their justice and judgment because they indulge in sexual orgies now indulging in sexual orgies god um, was showing me that a lot of those yoga moves um are invoking of the demonic spirits um from the idols in like India, a lot of those, a lot of those idols and and the and no, I'm not a Hindu or any of those things, but I do know that yoga is not of God, and a lot of those or every single yoga move, it invokes a demonic spirit and it evokes a Indian god, and that's something Christians are not supposed to do. So I'm not saying if you are an athlete, it's not okay to stretch. Of course, you have to stretch your muscles and all that stuff. But yoga is not something that children's, God's children are supposed to be doing because it invokes demons. Amen? I will return again to my place until they acknowledge their guilt and seek my face. And their distress, they will beg my favor. So God has chosen to remove himself from them and return to his holy place which is beyond the universe right and he has removed his spirit from that land so a lot of these lands that we see um there's a lot of fires there's a lot of um rapes murders there's a lot of bestiality there's a lot of this pagan demonic worship that god has removed himself from it so until someone there chooses to seek God, he will not return. So this is God calling his people to repent, which I do feel the Lord our God is always calling his people to repent, but especially the last couple of years. Amen? All right. Come, let us return to the Lord, for it is he who has torn, and his will, and he will heal us. He has struck down and he will bind us up. After two days, he will revive us. And on the third day, he will raise us up. He, that we may live before him. Let us know, let us press on and know the Lord. His appearing as a sure as the dawn. And he will come to us like the showers, like the spring of rains and the waters in the earth. For I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice, the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. So other versions of the Bible says, I desire steadfast love. And other versions of the Bible says, I divide, uh, desire excuse me, obedience rather than sacrifice, rather than burnt offerings. Um, 
So God is calling his people to repent. Amen. A long history of rebellion. Chapter 12. And I spoke to the prophets, and it was I who multiplied visions, and through the prophets I will bring destruction. Like we said before, God has a rhythm and a pattern. So God's people in the last um, paragraph, they were called to repent. And they chose not to. They were not following the leading of the Spirit of the Lord our God. So then God will send in his prophets to say, Thus says the Lord, you need to repent or wrath and judgment is coming to this land. And many of God's prophets, we have been calling God, um, excuse me, we have been relaying what God has said that we need to repent. Many God, of God's seer, we have been saying, we see a lot of destruction and famine and abuse and riots and so on coming to the land. God is calling us to repent to save ourselves and our family from destruction, correct? Correct. In Gilead, there is iniquity. They shall surely come to nothing. In Gilgal, they sacrifice bulls, so their altars can be like stone heaps in the furrows of the field. Jacob fled the land of Amram. There Israel served for a wife, and for a wife he guarded sheep. But a prophet of the Lord brought Israel up from, the, from Egypt, and by a prophet he was guarded. Ethram was given a bitter offense, so his Lord will bring his crimes down on him and pay him back for his insults. Now, Ethram, um, the nation of Israel, which was God's people, right, who were uh welcomed into the tribe the 12 of the tribe right they were the descendants from joseph right Manasseh and ethram now when they chose to go against god they yoked up to those who were committing incest and bell demonic worship and obviously that was something we are not supposed to do so when god pays them back for the insults for the crimes that we commit against others, those are the crimes that come back to us. And I'm not talking karma because that's not of God. It is the law, of, it's a spiritual law. For the, thank you, Father. For thus says the Lord, his word says, what we give on to others, we will receive in return. It could be blessings and it is also curses, but curses come seven and tenfold amen just like the blessings and this is what individuals father god they forget or they choose to ignore they think that god is just a genie and they're just going to be receiving blessings and that's not the way that works amen so here's where after this god uh sends several different several different trials uh, to the nations of his people to call them into repentance and each trial increases increases in um, intensity and those who choose to repent God forgives them and welcomes them back and starts working on them but those who remain stiff-necked and hard-headed um, if they stay stiff-necked and hard-headed to the very end, that's when they enter into the kerosene 
and then it is only a matter of time when their life will be cut short under the justice of God. Chapter 3 of Hosanna. Chapter 13, excuse me, of Hosanna. Yet I have been the Lord your God ever since the land of Egypt. You know no God but me. And besides there is no there is besides me there is no savior. It was I who fed you in the wilderness in the land of drought. When I fed them they were satisfied. They were satisfied and their heart was proud. Therefore they forgot me. So I will become like a lion to them, like a leopard. I will lurk beside the way. I will fall upon them like a bear, rob their cubs, and tear open the covering of their heart. I will devour them like a lion and the wild animal who mangles them. So that's when um was speaking before earlier about a lot of animal attacks. This is what that is because there has been a lot of sinning going on in certain lands. Amen. Assurance of forgiveness. I will heal your disloyalty for those that repent. I will love them freely for my anger is turned from them and I will be like the dew of Israel. He shall blossom like the lily. He shall strike root in the the forest of Lebanon. Praise God. There are the wise understand, excuse me. Those who are wise understand these things and those who are discerning know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the upright walk in them, but transgressors, transgressors stumble in them. Praise Yahweh. So the next book is the book of Joel. And um, through this book, we are going to see how God cries out to his people. We're going to see even more of God's um, justice and judgment that is coming to those but specifically to what I feel God is leading us to, the food and drug industry um, for those who have been choosing to poison God's people. So before we're hearing about God putting judgment on those who haven't, um, in the book of Hosanna, those, the priests who haven't been teaching God's word correctly, uh, the congregation who hasn't been studying God's word and being due diligent in God's word, and the family leaders who haven't been upholding their covenant as ordered by the Lord of God. Now we're going to hear in Joel about the industries that will receive justice and judgment for harming God's people. The word of the Lord came to Joel, son of Pethuel. Lament over the ruin of the country. Lament it like a virgin dressed in sackcloth for the husband of her youth. The grain offering and drink offerings are cut off from the house of the Lord. The priests mourn, the ministers of the Lord. The fields are devastated. The grounds mourn and the grain is destroyed. The wines dry up and the oils fail. Be dismayed, you farmers. Well, you vineyard dresses. Over the wheat and the barley and the crops in the fields are ruined. The wine withers and the fig tree drops. Pomegranate palm, apple, and other trees of the field are dried up. Surely joy withers away among the people. And I feel that God is saying, because we have been seeing this um, in a lot of lands, where farmlands, farmers, the food industry, the meat industry, right? We have been seeing this. 
uh, they have been being attacked. Now, I know this isn't all the farmers, so this is just speaking to the ones who feel the, I guess, spirit of conviction. If you own any plot of land or you are in the food and drug industry and you have been saying, oh, in order to receive these government subsidies, I need to put this poisonous chemical onto the food, you are, incor you are incorrect. You are in violation of God's laws and poisoning God people and saying, well, it doesn't make it into it, isn't, isn't going to fly. Um, altering God's food, all, um, putting that he produced for our use, adding GMOs to it, adding pesticides to it, adding um, cruel treatment of animals to it, whatever the God is not doing, thank you, Father, not taking the Sabbath years um, and relying on the Lord our God to provide more than enough in the sixth year, and I'll be even greater in the seventh and ninth year. Um, that is a violation of God's law. So I encourage those individuals, please go read up on what God says he, we are supposed to do for our laws because he has given us specific instruction once he gave us our promise. And if we are not doing this, this is why your crops have been failing. This is why you have been receiving famine and floods. This is why you have been receiving a lot of pests and petulance upon your land and upon your fields because God is calling you into repentance and correction. Amen? And we'll hear this next. A call to repent. Put on sackcloth, sackcloth, eh. <laughs> put on sackcloth and laminate you priests while you minister at the altar. Come past the night in sackcloth. Now I know some people are like, but I'm not a priest, I'm just a farmer. That is your ministry. Just like we talked about it, um, in the book of Leviticus, some ministers or some priests, their job was to take care of the sheep. Amen. That was their priestly duty because those sheep were to be um, separated, sanctified, and used for offerings at the temple or um, sacrifice at the temple. So if you are a farmer, if you are... Um, someone in the food and drug industry that is your ministry you're supposed to be taking care of God's people you are a priest that is supposed to provide substance and use for what God has given us on this earth and if you are violating it you are violating the spiritual covenant that you made with our father in heaven before you even took your first breath while you were in heaven amen amen you ministers of the altar come to come Past the night in sackcloth, you ministers of my God. A grain offering and drink offering are withheld from the house of your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming, it is near. A call to repent. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. Amen. A great day of power, armies come. Before them, peoples are in anguish, and all the faces grow pale. Sick, green, ill, or diseased. Amen. Why? Because the people who are on these lands, and they're choosing to use pesticides, they're choosing to use all these poisonous chemicals, 
and the food that they are selling to the grocery stores or wherever it is putting the pre-packaging over processed food this justice is going to come to you and god already shared this word with us before but i believe god wanted us to read this at this time because now we are going to see it and a lot of this is going to be exposed to god's people um because a lot of god's people don't realize the extent of the poisoning that is going on ew, and the perverting of God's food that has been happening. But those who have known and have been doing this to enrich their pockets, the wrath of God is coming to you 100%. You cannot do this and think that judgment will not come to the land. Amen. Evildoers who those who openly and secretly rebel against God, those evil ones who work with evil, um, and harm God's people or nations, rent your hearts and not your clothing. Meaning, um, rent means they used to tear their clothes, right? But rent your heart, recircumcise your heart to God, search your heart. Why do you think God gave you that land? Why do you think God gave you that business? Why do you think God gave you whatever? ministry he gave you to serve his people but instead of serving god's people you choose to poison them you choose to rely on the government instead of god to provide your subsidies amen no you will receive that wrath you need to repent you need to repent and come to the lord our god amen god's response and promise do not fear O soil be glad and rejoice for the lord has done great things and this is god talking to the very grounds which he created hallelujah and he also has a covenant with this is why the very rocks and very soil will testify against god's people when they choose to go against god's word they will stand and accuse the farmers they will stand and accuse the food and drug industry for harming god's children and abusing them amen abusing the land amen do not fear you animals of the field for the pastures of the wilderness are green the tree bears its fruit and the fig tree in the vineyard give their full yield O children of zion be glad and rejoice in the day of the lord he has given an early rain for your vindication he has poured down for you an abundant rain early in the later rain as before the threshing force shall be full of grain and the vast shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locusts have eaten and the harper and the and excuse me, the hopper and the destroyer and the cutter and the great army which I sent against you. Those individuals who they had a lot of locusts, a lot of petulance eating up their crops and stuff. God will heal your land when you repent the consumer to the consumer. There are huge changes coming to the food industry. All of this chemicals and processing of the food, a lot of it will be outlawed. Um, and a lot of these chemicals will not be allowed in the food. And a lot of these businesses who are doing it, they are going to go out of business and new wholesome um, businesses and foods will be coming to pass and God already showed us this that a lot of the um, fast food industries they will once they get exposed a lot of them are going to go down down and out in Jesus name hallelujah so um, 
it is in a way another exodus from being poisoned. God is delivering his people from the mind, the fogginess, the sickness, the cancers, the disease, the tumors, hallelujah, praise the Lord, um, that a lot of these foods cause. This is what they were meant for, to do the new world order of depopulation and through suffering and cancer, um, it is Moloch and Bell worship, which we rebuke in Yeshua's great name. Hallelujah. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and the praise of the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall you shall know that I am the Lord, I am in the midst of Israel, and that I the Lord your I am your God, and that there is no other. My people shall never again be put to shame. Meaning the poisoning of the food and drugs will be removed. Hallelujah. Mm. Excuse me. And then after this, when God's people, this is what God was showing us. When God people are no longer foggy mind, they're in better health, they start losing all them 500 and 600 pounds, <laughs> and uh, they return to healthier ways and lifestyles that are of God. Excuse me, properly maintaining uh, the temples that the Lord our God given them. They will no longer be having blocks or roadblocks or, um, thank you Father, walls up and their spiritual being of their living soul, they will be able to freely receive the spirit that God has been pouring out, his spirit that he has been opening up from the windows of heaven and pouring out to his children. Amen. Then after I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female slave in those days, I will pour out my spirit. So those who have the less blocks and are most right with God, they have been receiving this for quite some time. And what I've noticed, there has been an increase of this, um, especially with young little ones, which I think is just so beautiful and I glorify the Lord in this. So older generation, meaning if you are above the age of 20, um, we need to ensure that we are listening to little ones and not just discrediting them because they are young. If they say they see something, well, let's ask them questions and guide and teach them. Remember, we do not vex the stranger or the newcomer to faith or those who are prophesying. Those who are prophesying, they might be prophesying. Thank you, Father God. Um, it might be a one-time prophecy. It might be a prophecy. They might be a prophet for a day. They might be a prophet for a week, a month, a year, a couple of years, or they just might be coming into their anointment of being a prophet, male or female. So those who have been anointed to be a forever prophet or a short-term prophet, um, it's all blessings from the Lord our God. And like I said before, we need to be careful not to. To make sure, excuse me, that we are not, um, that we are not being like many would have done to Hosanna, right? Many would have done to Hosanna, they would have said, don't go marry a whore, 
that is against God. Always confirm with the Lord our God what we are to do for our anointment and our role. Amen? Amen. Chapter 3. For then in those days and at that time when I restore the fountains of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Josephet. And I will enter into judgment with there on the account of my people and my heritage Israel. Because they have scattered them among the nations, they have divided my land and cast lots for my people and traded boys for prostitutes and sold girls for wine and drink down now what this paragraph means is exactly what it means it's the slave trade yes but it is a slave um debt system 100 percent it is the prostitution of boys which is turning them into girls and using them um as just things to plow into which we're not supposed to do as god's children obviously they sold girls for wine most of those adrenochrome um disgusting demons they mostly use young girls for this and they would use boys so sad father forgive forgive us forgive us forgive us as um to rape this is what they did this is what this is speaking of. So when it says sold the girls for wine and drunk it down, that's what it's speaking of. Drinking the blood, drinking the adrenochrome and all these things. And this is what a lot of, uh, you know, the celebrities do, the wealthy, uh, the Satanists, the demonic Baal and Moloch worshipers. This is what they do. And this is uh, what we're supposed to be praying against, fasting against, rebuking in Yeshua's great name. Amen? What are you to me, O Tyre, Sidon, and the regions of Philistia? You are paying me back for something? If there, if you are paying me back, I will turn your deeds back upon you. Your own head swirls swiftly and speedily, for you have taken my silver and my gold and carried my rich treasures into your temples, meaning the temples and synagogues of Satan, um that they're using to amass um wealth that was supposed to be for god's people this is what god is speaking about and you have sold the people of judah and jerusalem to the greeks removing them far from their own border but now i will arouse arouse them to leave the places of which you have sold them and i will turn your deeds back upon you your heads meaning the evil ones and i will sell your sons and your daughters into the hand of the people of judah and they will sell them to the sabans to the nation far away for the lord has spoken so initially when god's people right when they were uh sold into slavery and distributed among the many nations. Then they went back to the land and they started turning and conquering, right? Because that's what the Lord our God promised he would do. So then the conquerors that used to conquer God's people are now becoming God's, are the slaves to God's people. So when individuals uh, cry about this um, slave trade and this that, every nation every nation has been slaves to someone at one time whether if it was through hard labor 
uh, debt, like going on now, lies, famine, sickness, illness, and disease. Um, and it is all a curse from turning away from the Lord our God. If we would carry out God's greatest commandment, which is to love our neighbors if we love, as we love ourselves, none of this would happen. <laughs> Amen? Let the nation rouse himself and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat, the fourth king in the kingdom of Judah. For there I will sit to judge all the neighboring nations. Egypt. Egypt was rich in sorts with a was rich, excuse me, in witchcraft, sorcery, bell demonic worship, necromancy, which is communing, talking to, and even having sex with the dead, sexual perversion, pagan idolatry, holidays, worship of idols as though it were God. Like when they try to set up the golden calf and saying, Father, forgive me for using this example. This is the God who led you out of Egypt. Putting an idol in the place of God is pagan. So those who want to go um, worship Jesus on the cross, he's no longer on the cross. The word of God said, right? Why do you search for the living among the dead? Jesus is not on the cross. So anyone who was wearing this cross with Jesus on it and praying and holding it and saying the rosary or whatever you're saying, it doesn't freaking stick and matter. That's not what we're supposed to do. Amen. Our God is in heaven. Our Jesus is sitting at the right hand of our Father. Amen. God's Holy Spirit lives within us. So all we need to do is pray. Bow down, pray that like the Lord our God, and the prophets of old did. They went to the deserts to pray. They went out in the wilderness to pray. They sat down and kneeled. They went to um, temples and prayed. This is what they did. Uh, so all this other idolatry stuff that Christians are mixing with their relationship with God, we need to stop. <laughs> because it is nothing that our Father in Heaven approves of. Amen? Shall become desolation. And Edom, a desolate, a desolate wilderness because of the violence done to the people of Judah. God's triumphs all the grandsons of Jacob, Israel, Asher, Dan, Ephraim, Gad, Issachar, Hapha-Manensah, Nephtali, Reuben, Simon, and Zebon, in whose land they have shed innocent blood. But Judah shall be inhabited forever and Jerusalem to all generations. I will avenge their blood, and I will not clear the guilty, for the Lord dwells in Zion. So I know some individuals um, like to believe that the most wicked among us will receive no justice or judgment for the guilt uh, or their evil deeds that they have done. And that just isn't true because we serve a fair and just God. Justice will come to all. There is no one that will, excuse me, getting some more tea. Um, there is no one that will be free from the justice or judgment of God, nor um, the wrath of God when the day of the Lord comes or the hour of the Lord comes. There is no one that will be, oh, that tastes so good. Thank you, Father God. That will be 
free of this and a lot of these actually none of these earthly excuses about how you were raised or what society said um, will fly with God we can do our best to try and fool each other but there is no fooling the Lord our God amen amen and the last book uh, the reading of the Bible verses that I feel that the Lord our God has led us to is out of the book of Amos amen and this is where I feel our Father in heaven is uh, telling us that justice and judgment is going to come to, excuse me, opening up my Bible, um, to the nations that have been harming God's people. So China, this means you. And he said, China government, amen, let me get that straight. China government, thank you, Father God. And any of those who support um, attacking any corrupt governments out there, stealing elections, um, currency frauds, abuse, the slavery that's still going on in Africa, gosh, the demonic bell worship that's going on in England and in lots of parts of Europe, the, the child sacrificing that was going on. No, 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 no. Even in America, I know a lot of it is being cleaned up and stuff, but that's because that judgment is coming to them. And I praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father God, that you have taken down the temples and the synagogue of Satan, Lord. We praise you, Father God. Amen. The great I am for your great peacemakers. And we pray for all of those that are out there doing God's work. May God heal your mind, heal your eyes. May God give you courage. May God give you wisdom. May God restore everything that you have lost for being in his service and those you have had to turn away to ensure that you can complete your mission. We pray this on the mighty name of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. The book of Amos. Judgment on Israel's neighbors. And he said, the Lord roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem. The pastors of the shepherds withered and the top Carmel dries up. Because they have thresh shed Gilad and the threshing shields of iron. To the hand of them over Edom, do not remember the covenant of your kinship. And this is because um, nation was going against nation, but it was really one nation. Um, because they were basically descendants of cousins that were choosing to go against the nation of Israel. And these were um, cousins, yes, from the 12 tribes, but also remember Lot and Lot, he had uh, children with his daughters after they, you know, drugged them and raped them. Um, the Amorites, right? And the, um, what is the Amorites and the Gergesites? I'll have to look that up again. But um, this is their descendants and their tribes and their clans that continue to attack God's people. Uh, here we go. Oh, at the handover of Edom. Do not remember the covenant of your kinship. Fire that shall devour the strongholds. And this is where God was showing me the fires that shall devour the strongholds. A lot of these temples and synagogues of Satan are going to be covered up, smashed, dashed, broken, and bent down. Thank you, Lord Jesus. A lot of those disgusting statues that they are putting up, like Obama statue, that Floyd, whatever, 
that rapist statue. They're all going to be taken down in Jesus' name. Praise Yahweh now and forever. And the statues that are of God will, or history will be returned. Amen. In Jesus' name. Because he pursued his brother with a sword and cast off all the pity, he maintained his anger perpetually and kept his wrath forever. So I will send a fire to Teman and shall devour the strongholds of Basra. Basra in Edom. Basra means sheepfold or enclosed in Hebrew and was a pastoral city in Edom, the southwest of the Dead Sea. According to the biblical narrative, it is the home city of one of Edom's kings, Jobab, son of Zevrah, in the homeland of Jacob's twin brother, Esau. And, <coughs> excuse me, we all might remember that Jacob and Esau, mm, thank you, Father God, um, had a long, huge feud, right? Because Jacob received the birthright even though Esau was the firstborn. So God hated Esau because he gave up his birthright and treated it with no, as nothing precious. He gave it up for lentil red soup, right? And then he, late years later, pretend to forgive his brother Jacob, but it was only a false pretend. And he passed on the hatred of his relationship to his descendants and later his descendants um, of Esau started trying to attack the descendants of Jacob when they're trying to bury um, their ancestors on the land that excuse me that Abraham had purchased rightfully so so this is why God doesn't want us to pass on bitterness pass on hatred to the next generation because it affects maybe not our generation in our lifetime but it definitely affects the later generations this is why god says you know we're not supposed to harm each other we're not supposed to bring um others and provoke them to anger and if someone repents and apologizes and turns from harming us and turns from being wicked and they've learned from their mistakes we are to truly and wholeheartedly forgive them cast it away from our remembrance meaning we don't speak about it bring it up anymore just like god does with us when we repent and cry out to him amen amen in direct rebellion against almighty god because they have ripped open the pregnant woman in gilead in order to enlarge their territory now i believe god right here is speaking about the abortion industry uh, about ripping open the woman um, to enrich their territory. Now, this is a lot of what the evil ones do, right? They take the aborted fetuses and they sell their body parts and put them in food and drugs and vaccines, supposedly. At, well, they do put them in vaccines, but I'm saying supposedly that it's a vaccine. <laughs> I believe it's just poison in a needle and a tube. But anyhow, um this is what the evil ones do and this is completely against god and yes those industries will be judged in jesus name so i will kindle the fire against the wall of rab bad and the fire shall devour its strongholds meaning where these evil ones 
factories are, wherever their um, money is being held, wherever they're um, hiding gold and silver, their stocks, their bonds, um, all of their assets is gonna are going to be in Jesus' name redistributed um, to the people of Israel and the nations of God. With the shouting in that day of the battle, the storm of the day will of the world wind. Rehob at length, having taken the royal city, the city of waters, as written in Second Samuel chapter twelve, verse twenty-seven, i.e., the lower city on the water is distinguished from the central. Joab sent for David to direct final assault. The city was given up to plunder, and the people were ruthless and put to death. Thus did he with all the cities of the children of Ammon. The destruction of Reboth and the last of David's conquests. His kingdom has now reached its furthest limits. The capture of this city is referred to by Amos chapter 1 verse 14 and Jeremiah chapter 49 verse 2 and Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 49 verse 3 and Ezekiel chapter 21 verse 20 and chapter 25 verse 5. The city in the heel, the country of Judah, and possibly the ruin of Rabab, six miles northeast of Behet Jebin. Chapter 2. Because of this, he will burn in lime and bones of uh, King of Edom. And I believe this is referring to the food and drug industry, and they melt down human remains and bury them under buildings and mounds and within walls of evil temple, and it shall devour the strongholds of Kenneroth. So um, God revealed to me when I was uh, studying that this is a lot of where these missing children or individuals are. Um, they're buried underneath the remains, and God told us quite a while ago that we would start seeing schools and fields and buildings that they're doing excavations and um, like expanding their buildings or putting on new buildings or new adding new rooms to their buildings and so on and that they're going to be finding human remains and mass graveyards and that has been coming out in the new news um, so I believe with this God is saying that it is going to be continually found for quite a long time about these um, devilish burials where it was satanic and ritual burials amen uh kenneth town kiroth town was south of judah judas the ter the traitor was probably a native of this place hence his name is it had been identified as the ruins of el corinthian um about 10 miles south of herbon and Helbon is near, uh, is the mountain of the Lord our God, right? Um, so when a great sin is committed over a territory, for example, Judas being the traitor, right? If you believe that, or if you believe the lost book of Judas, whichever it is, um, that says Jesus chose Judas and Judas was part of the plan. So whichever one you believe. Um, 
what is said here is that just like when daughters become whores because of the whoremongers that are in their families and and all these sinful things, um, a stronghold takes over that territory and takes over that land and the soil becomes oversaturated with evil and evil spirits. So the only way to break that is God's people taking hold of that territory and breaking the stronghold in Jesus name, meaning that a large group of God's people, righteous living people, not perfect, okay, but righteous in the Lord, they love God, um, then God begins to heal that land. And this is what we as children of God need to do. Amen? All right. Because they have rejected the Lord their God and have not kept his statutes, but have been led astray by the same lies after which their ancestors walked, meaning they yoked on to demonic gods with a little g, served other gods, married harlots, married whoremongers, had whore and whoremonger children. Um, they said their blessings were that were given to them by the Lord our God. They gave credit to uh, the demonic gods. The same thing that their ancestors did, the abortions, the everything like that, the orgies, this is not what we're supposed to do as God's children. Because they sell the righteous for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, I believe this means for the fame and the money, but also cheap slave labor of the fashion industry, specifically fashion shoes. When I read this verse, because they sell the righteous for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, what God showed me is those mass markets that are in some third world countries where individuals are working for like 30 cents a day, but yet those shoes are being sold for like 500 or $1,000. Um, I believe a lot of those industries are going to be taken down and God's wrath is coming upon them for them abusing God's children. They go out, they source their um, factory work, slave labor, um, to third world countries and they just take advantage of individuals. This isn't what God want, wants us to do. Amen. Instead of paying them, paying them a fair wage, even according to whatever their nation standards would be, instead they choose to abuse them. God doesn't like that. Amen. All right. They who trample the head of the poor into the dust of the earth and push the afflicted out of the way. Father and son go into the same girl that the holy name is profaned and they lie themselves down besides every altar on garments taken in pledge and in the house of their god they drink wine brought with fines they impose now this is corrupt governments this father and son going into the same girl these are the sex and perverted sex orgies that we know happened on epstein island come on now um <laughs> a lot of these individuals um obviously are going to be brought to justice in jesus name but i believe this is now the season that we are going to be seeing this come to pass this is what god is showing us and the drinking of wine brought by fine stain posed um regarding the term limits of a lot of government 
thank you god um praise god that is obviously going to happen the term limits but also that a lot of these industries that um have unfair uh costs associated with associated with the labor um a lot of this eco green system and paying climate change that's going to be taken down in jesus name um so we just need to ensure that we pray for this and continue to believe that this is going to happen because this is what our father in heaven is showing us my question is to god is how does this all come back um after it is taken down i don't want to see it <laughs> but we do know that the nation that sees the third temple being rebuilt will not die right and that's supposed to be coming soon too and by soon i mean god's timing um so i'm just wondering god like um I don't know when i was praying i was asking our father in heaven like how does this after you restore a nation after they've repented and they stay right with you how does everything get back to being evil again like i just don't understand it right and um i know we've seen or we are seeing right now the destruction of the evil ones after evil has been going on for so long But I just pray for the nation that sees it or the times and the people that see it coming about again. That's so sad, right? Anyhow, let's continue reading. If you only have, you only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Iniquities meaning sins, transgressions, iniquities, and abominations, even supporting our not acting or fighting against iniquities um those who say well i was too scared to do something or hey i need a job or those who try to force um the evil ones will on god's people you're going to be receiving this trouble too so you need to repent um when this judgment comes to you and turn from your wicked ways and just like god said there was going to be a lot of whistleblowers and lawsuits and we're seeing that you could actually be someone who who uses um, what you did for evil for good and become a whistleblower and, and enter in these lawsuits like our Father in Heaven said would happen. Amen? Alright. Proclaim the strongholds of Ashdod Ash and the strongholds of the land of Egypt. Store up violence and robbery in their strongholds. Thus says the Lord, as the shepherd rescues from the mouth of the lion two legs, evil men, or a pierce of an ear lies in deceit, so shall the people of Israel whom live in Samaria be rescued with the corner of a crouch in the part of a and with the corner of a couch and the part of a bed. On the day I will punish Israel for its transgressions, I will punish the altars of Bethel idols, and the horns of the altars shall be cut off. Sacrifices and abominations also will be removed from the tribe or the families of Christ and fall to the ground, meaning death being no more. And this is taking down all these um, abominations and temples and synagogues of Satan and false demonic churches. Um, but about the corner of the couch and of the bed 
those who have been bedridden or couch home ridden, right? A lot of us were um, under this false imprisonment for a year. I believe this is exactly what God was leading us to, that God is rescuing us from our house arrest um, in Jesus' name. Um, and we need to ensure that we pass on this wisdom and knowledge to the later generations so this doesn't happen to them. We need to get to a good area where, like God showed us, a lot of these laws that are being passed in agreement with God's word, these are the safe areas for us to be. And the areas with that are going to be saving a lot of wrath are the areas that have been going against God and continue to going against God for some time. And for some reason, I really see Chicago. <laughs> Amen. Last week, we we're talking a lot about uh, Las Vegas, weren't we, Father? And they've been coming out in the news, too. So, um, I would, if it were me, always confirm with the Lord or God, right? But be very careful about these areas that are still continuing to go against God's laws. Because I don't believe that's where God is showing us safety will be. But I believe safety will be where the lands that God is showing us that are going... Excuse me, that are going with His laws. Those are the safe areas. They're going to be the ones not getting wrapped up in that tornado. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Alright. Therefore, I will do to you, O Israel, because I will... Therefore, this... I will do to you, O Israel, because I will do this to you. Prepare to meet your God, O Israel. Hate evil and love good. Establish justice, amen, in the gate, meaning the nation, the city, the state. Um, and it may be that the Lord, a God of hosts, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. Now, the remnant of Joseph, um, Jacob, put Ethereum, the younger ahead of Manasseh, the firstborn, right? One of two of the 10 lost tribes. But this is God confirming his word to us. If we establish justice in our gates, um, God's spirit will be there. And these will be the safe areas for us to live while the tribulation time is coming, so to speak. And I'm not saying it's the actual tribulation time. I'm just saying when the land begins to quake and shake and the birth pains begin to happen. And then the wrath of God comes to judge those areas that have been sinning against the Lord. Um, if we are in the areas that are right with God and we are right with God in our land that we are abiding over where God has placed us, we won't be receiving all this justice and judgment in Jesus' name. Amen? Right. I hate your festivals i despise your festivals and i take no delight in your solemn assemblies even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings i will not accept them and the offerings of well-being to your fatted animals i will not look upon take away from me the noise of your songs and i will not listen to the melodies of your harp similar to what is written in the book of jeremiah but let justice roll down like waters and the righteous like even overflowing stream. Therefore, I will take you to an exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is God of hosts. So I believe that God um, is saying a lot of these uh, apostate church and, and these demonic festivals 
they're gonna be coming to an end. Me, personally, I would love it if we just took them away from being holidays at all over our nation. Um, I'm praying for that to happen in Jesus' name. I would love there to be no more Halloween. I would love there to be no more Valentine's Day. I would love there to be no more Christmas. Um, because they're all pagan demonic holidays. I believe we should be celebrating the biblical feast. Now, will that happen? I don't know. Have I been shown that from the Lord our God? No, but it's something I am praying for. Amen? But let justice roll down like waters and the righteous like an overflowing, an ever-flowing stream. Therefore, I will take you into exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is God of hosts. Cross over to Ganad and see, for there is, for there go to Hamath the Great, and then go down to Gath. Gath is the skull, right? Or Goth, right? A lot of those, uh, that trend, Goth. Um, the mounds of dead bones and piles of mass graves underground of the Philistines. Are you better than these kingdoms? who drink wine of, from bowls and anoint themselves with finest oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. This basically says this, the Christians or Jews that are living blessed and easy lives and are concerned with the well-being or happiness of their other Christian tribes or families that are poor and living as slaves or in human trafficking. God expects us to do something with our wealth and our privilege. Um, I know there's a lot of misspellings. Excuse me. I need to correct those. Um, God expects us to do something good with our wealth and our privilege. Whatever level of wealth or privilege we mean, and I don't mean just monetary. Spiritual wealth, health wealth, um, mental wealth, wisdom wealth. God expects us to do good deeds for his glory His and his... Uh, his nation with it and when people abuse the blessings that God has given us and use um, their wealth meaning their health or their gifts of speaking or uh, being really eloquent or being able to write speeches or being a great scientist or stuff when they use this excuse me I need to drink some tea um, for evil works and that's when they receive punish from God when God has given someone land, like the farmers that we spoke about earlier, and instead they put poisonous chemicals all over the food and sell it for money, God will give them justice and judgment for that. We cannot be doing things that are against God and expect it to be right with our Father. Amen? God's justice and judgment is going to come to everyone who has been had a hand in harming his children in any way, small or great. But you turned to justice. You turned justice into poison. Here we go. And the fruit, the fruit of righteousness into wormwood. You who rejoice in Lodabar. We will make an ephod small. And I believe God is showing this um, like fake money, money manipulation, uh, ephod. Meaning what you wear, your garments, you know, like the ephod and the shekel. Um, the shekel was the money system or the money balances. I believe this is saying that the money of the inflama inf <laughs> inflammation, amen. 
<laughs> excuse me the money system is going to be going down and it has to be broken down so it could be rebuilt um, into a godly system which we will see later in the next uh, word from our father in heaven review um, the practice of deceit and unfair balances is like the loan system the increase system we're not supposed to loan at an increase in um, percentages that is not of God so there's a lot of justice and judgment that are coming to systems um, from our father who is in heaven and that concludes this word from the Lord our God we'll, we'll be back um, for another wonderful evening I don't know the set schedule but my, I believe our goal is to get this done by the end of the week before they have the communications blackout, definitely. Um, so we will do our best. But like I said, the blogs, um, let me show everyone. The blogs are on our minds.com page. They're already posted for those who would like to read ahead. Um, so yes, go ahead and check those out. But our next one will be going over um, the Obed and I through Makai uh, reading from our Father who is in heaven regarding a word for such a time as this. So let's go ahead and end this with a prayer. Father God, in the blessed name of our Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord, our Christ, thank you for giving us your word. Thank you for showing us that your word will come to pass in Jesus' name. There is nothing new under the sun. You are faithful and good God. You are showing us the accusations that have been said against nations that have sinned against you, against people who have sinned against your people. They have tried to curse your people, harm your people. But like you saying your word, Lord, for it is written, no weapon formed against us will prosper. Any tongue that wags against us, thou shalt condemn for our righteousness is of the Lord. So we thank you, Father God, that you protect our righteousness you are our God and that you are showing us amen for those of us who become faithful with you and stay faithful with you those who us who have been faithful with you we are under your shielding we are under your pinions we are covered by you and loved by and treasured by you always we thank you for praying for being with our president of the United States Donald J Trump all the prophet and the saints those who are in the remnant army those who are doing your will each and every day those who are your peacemakers and your health care lord those who serve you in whatever ministry you have called them to be in lord we also pray for the other prophets other saints other healers the the praise and prayers for worshipers lord we thank you father god for every everybody in the body of christ and we give you all the honor and all the glory May God continue to anoint us from the top of our heads to the sole of our feet. May we all continue to be washed in the loving, saving blood of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth. For it is in our Lord and Savior's name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Alright, children of the Most High, ever-loving, living God. Um, I know that was a long class. Thank you to everyone who stayed to the end i pray bless others like again we will heart liking and sharing does help so please do like heart and share and we will see you all again very soon so till next time children of the most high ever loving living god 
May God bless you. May God keep you. May we all be forever written in the book of life.